Good morning, North Sites family. I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And may his spirit rest upon all of us as we worship online today. Our text today is Matthew chapter 6, 19 to 34. And I have entitled my talk, Finances and Faith. Matthew chapter 6, 19 to 34. Do not store up for yourselves treasure on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasure in heaven, where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within is darkness, how great is that darkness. No one can be a loyal master servant to two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot faithfully serve both God and money. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, but your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? Can anyone by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow. They do not labor nor spin. Yet I tell you that even Solomon in all his splendor was not dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for mo tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. We live in a world in which money is very important. Intellectually, we know that money is the means of exchange, but emotionally, we all know that the desire to have more. Money is very seductive, and unless we intentionally look for biblical principles regarding our use of money and possession, we will, by default, accept the world's views. So what are the biblical principles regarding money and possession? First, material possessions are good, gifts from God designed for our enjoyment and to help others. The Bible is full of accounts of men of God like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob who were rich and yet were men of God. Nowhere is poverty held up as a goal. But money very easily becomes a distraction and diverts us from using it as God intended. Many of the prophets recognized that great wealth 
was often the, the product of social injustice. The worship of false gods, people getting rich on the backs of the poor. A new life in Christ results in a transformation in our attitude to money. Throughout scripture, we see orphans, we see God's attitude towards widows, orphans, poor and aliens. We are to look after them, to care for them. A redistribution cha challenge. God wants his people to take steps to redistribute wealth more equally. For example, there is the talent of the, the parable of the talents. The, the master gave three of his servants different amounts of money. Five talents, two talents, one talent. And the first two came back having invested it, and the third one had buried it in the ground. Now, in this parable, God is the master. We are the servants. We have been given talents. We have been given money and possessions, and we are to invest them in God's kingdom. We are not to bury them or to just use them for ourselves, which is the equivalent. So it tells us, this parable tells us that the resources God has given us, we are to invest in his kingdom work. Why was the thir third servant chastened? Because he failed to do what he was supposed to do. And with the money uh, with the, that was entrusted to him. If we fail to invest our resources in, the, in kingdom work, we too are failing. There's a spiritual link here. The world would separate spiritual from the material, but scripture does not allow that. Life is all one before God. So how we see our possessions and how we use them is essentially a matter of faith. Can we trust God to care for us and supply our needs if we use our possessions to support the work of the kingdom of God? God calls us to have faith in his ability to supply all our needs, as Paul tells us in Philippians 4.19. And my God shall meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. In the scripture that we read earlier, Jesus is telling us to use our material possessions in such a way that the kingdom of God will be advanced. The evidence for this is where our treasure is, there will our hearts be. What does this mean? I think it means that we need to ask ourselves, what do I spend my time thinking about? Is it God's kingdom or is it my finances? my house, my car, uh, my job, how much money I have in the bank. That shows where our treasure is. Finally, our life will re resolve around either possessions or around our walk with God. In verses 25 and 34, Jesus talks about the things that we so often worry about, food, clothes, houses, etc. When we worry about these things, we are telling God that we, he is not trustworthy. We don't think he can take care of us. We need to make sure that things get done. In contrast to this, Jesus tells us 
your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and these things will be given to you as well. In his second letter to the Corinthians, uh, chapter 8, 1 to 9, Paul writes, And now, brothers and sisters, we want you to know about the grace that God has given the Macedonian churches in the midst of a very severe trial. Their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. <laughs> For I testify that they gave as much as they were able and even beyond their ability. Entirely on their own, they urgently pleaded for, with us for the privilege of sharing in this service to God's people. And they went beyond our expectations. Having given themselves first of all to the Lord, they gave themselves by the will of God also to us. Paul is challenging the Corinthians to complete the collection of funds to help the, the Christians during a famine in Jerusalem. He holds up the, as an example what the, the Christians, new Christians in Macedonia were doing. They gave generously even though they were poor. But notice the sequence here. They gave as much as they were able and even beyond their ability. But first, they gave themselves to the Lord and to us. The Macedonians' generosity was the result of their commitment to the Lord and to Paul. Conversion will always result in a transformation of our view on money and possessions. It is all the Lord's, and we are his stewards. It is not our money, it is the Lord's, as is all of our life. So when we give to the church or the poor or missions, all we are really doing is directing the Lord's resources to the specific situation that needs it. We are not giving our money. We are investing the Lord's money. We are servants entrusted with resources that we must invest in kingdom ministries. In conclusion, listen to the words of our Lord in Mark's Gospel, chapter 10, Verses 29 and 30. Truly I tell you, Jesus replied, no one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mothers or father or children or fields for me and for the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age, houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields, along with persecution and in the age to come, eternal life. Brothers and sisters, God is no man's debtor. Even though we are not worthy of anything from God, yet he bestows on us more than we could ever imagine. Arlene and I can bear witness to this. So let us walk in faith, using the possessions at our disposal, never worrying about God, that, that God does not know all that we need. Amen.